Welcome along to episode 40 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and I'm joined this week by Cree, Kevin, and Brian. We are four artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers. And each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Disney+, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Spotify, YouTube. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. Given the nature of these conversations, they can be spoiler-heavy, so just bear that in mind as you roll into this week's episode. We are talking about the new movie with Kira Knightley and Matthew Good called Silent Night. We are talking about the new episode of Hawkeye. We are talking about the 2003 anime uh, Tokyo Godfathers, as well as a whole bunch of other nerd news and trailers and Harry Potters and anything else that came up. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. You can head over to Instagram and give us a follow at The Endless Cast. We put up illustrations and clips over there. And if you want to comment or feedback on anything that you hear on the podcast, that's as good a place as any to do so. If you want to send us an email and suggest something to watch or give us a second opinion, you can do that also at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Week three of the Christmas season. We're on our third week watching Christmas flicks. Third week? We watched Klaus in week one. What was week two? Mm-hmm. Anna. Anna and the Apocalypse, yeah. Um, Anna and the Apocalypse. Did you watch it at all, Creek? Me? No, because I was not on that assignment. Yeah, but well, you sure you can join in and watch it anyways? See what the, see what the crack is? I, co- I could. Um, this week... Uh, we are talking about 2021's Silent Night. <laughs> we are talking about 2003's Tokyo Godfathers. And we are talking about Hawkeye. It is Spider Spider Week. They had... What what what, what did they have? They had Spider Monday. La, la, now they've la, got la, la. Um, Spider Release Date Wednesday. We're not going to talk about it. We will get to see this thing on Friday and we will talk about it for... The following week's episode. I just want to gloat, though, and say that I have seen it. That's all. I just want to say I've seen it. And... Yeah. There's always one. There's always one. It's like... And it was me. I'm... I'm the one. And I'm not jealous or being petty in any way, shape, or form. A couple of things coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um... There's a what is it the 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 rise of the Boba Fett is coming so uh, I don't know if if people are up for them Star Wars shows. Gentle gentle nods. Is this the first non Mandalorian one of these though? Isn't it? This is the first spin off show, right? What do you mean non Mandalorian? Hmm? What do you mean? Non-Mandalorian? The Mandalorian was the first of these Star Wars TV shows. They did two seasons of that. And now this is Boba Fett. But they also announced a whole list of other stuff. Yeah, this is this is the one kind of stemming from the Mandalorian. Like they did yeah. like, you know, there's been a, a couple of the Disney Plus stuff like the animated the ones. Mm. And yeah, and Visions. But this is the first live action spin off we show from the Mandalorian. It's exciting. I'm excited. I want to shout out Ahsoka as well. I know that's not coming out soon, but I cannot wait for yeah, that. Uh uh Filoni managed to make Ahsoka like he's built his little universe there. She is a much loved, a much loved character. I got that that Star Wars Clone Wars thing was like two thousand and three, two thousand four, like close to twenty years of laying the groundwork for kids to watch live action 
movies of that character and those characters. Um, they really do have a generational plan at this point, or at least the plan is to build generations of money out of people. I think it's I think it's easy to build up uh, nowadays, especially because of the internet stuff. It's probably just easy to build on stuff that that resonates mm-hmm. or because you know is popular. You know, I don't know necessarily if it's planned or they can just play it out that way. As we're not going to talk about the Spider-Man movie, um, Cree, I, I, you had an objection about Spider-Mans on digital streaming services. Yes, so I, I wanted to kick off. I wanted to do a Spider Marathon just on the off chance that Andrew and Toby <clears throat> are in it. Um, Nobody look at my face. <laughs> la la la. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I wanted to do that uh, in preparation. So I watched the first Spider-Man with Toby and I was like, yeah, great. This is great. And then I searched for Spider-Man 2 and just immediately my tracks was stuck because that is the only, I repeat, the only live action Spider-Man movie of those three actors that is not up on Netflix. And I am like, why? What? So now I've had to start Spider-Man 3 without having watched Spider-Man 2. And I'm like, I can't do that. I feels wrong physically in my bones and my very being. But I can't do anything about it because I refuse to pay money because I am skint. Um, Here's so, a question yeah. for the wider group. Did any of you ever watch Spider-Man 3 more than that first time? I haven't watched it in years, but I did used to watch it as a child. Yes, I watched it maybe five years ago again. Yeah, I think I've seen it twice. So in the cinema, it was immensely... I don't know if I was with you. And then I... No, okay. No, no. I saw it on Cork. Um, massively, massively disappointed, and then watched it again at some point just to see maybe you know maybe maybe I was just expecting something else, and I was like, no, it's bad. It's it's really it's a mess. It's a mess. I bought the DVD of all these things. Uh, I bought every Marvel fucking DVD that was coming out at the time. You know what I mean? Like if it was X Men, X Men One, X Men Director's Cut, Daredevil, Daredevil. Electra, yeah, I had that know, too. I bought it all. They had special features that didn't just yeah. I, but like all of the, all of them, man. But they didn't have they didn't have just like features to. Uh, hey, I'll post that to you for a million euro. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I have I had that too, bright somewhere. But um, but I bought I bought them all, man, because of the special features on them, director's commentary, whatever. Like kind of back in the day, there was no YouTube. You'd be starved for anything that was that was comic book orientated kind of material, you know. Um, and uh, I would have watched mm. all the DVDs religiously. I that, that was the first movie I ever looked at and went, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get up and walk out of this film. Really? Uh, yeah, I. But for the fact that I was there with a group of people, I would have got up and walked out. It was just like this is crap. It's a now, mess. Cree, tell us how much you love it. it really is. No, no, I don't. No, I don't like love it, and it's not. It definitely come doesn't come into the upper echelons of comic book movies for me, but. I mean, I, I mean, the last time I saw it, I was a kid. I didn't have any taste as a kid. I was just like, oh, once you've got powers, it's a great movie. So, like, um, I can't speak to whether it is good or not. But I enjoyed it as a kid. I'm not going to be ashamed to say that. Um, there were, like, yeah, I, I, I think that is where it falls things. into. Like, like, I, yeah. en- I, enjoyed, I enjoyed Daredevil, and I enjoyed even more the Daredevil director's cut and would have that argument with people where I'm like, it's better than people think. It's good fun. And then, like after like the first Avengers movie I said hey let's go revisit Daredevil I was like oh yeah that was the best available to me but there are good superhero movies now exactly like I used to be obsessed with the Fantastic Four movies and I just wanted to be Sue Storm yeah I had them on DVD I I think there's only two Marvel movies 
maybe it's yeah there's only two that i would say are objectively bad and there's ones that are like slightly less bad but they're still way better than the fucking dark movies <laughs> of when they didn't know how to make this stuff true very true you know and i've seen people say, oh they're so formulaic and stuff and i just want to slap them when they say that because somebody was talking about i was watching three people talk about venom let there be carnage a week or two ago and they're like, this is fun. And it's like, this is the direction comic book movies could have taken were it not for the Dark Knight. And they were saying it like it was a bad thing. I just wanted to fucking reach through my TV and slap them because it's not better. Just because it's cheesy and goofy and you're on some kitsch buzz where you can enjoy that. That's great. But don't try to tell me that it's better than what we currently have. What we currently have might be formulaic and mostly average with a few exceptions that works. I really love. I will take that. I will take that any day. Electra. Fucking Rise of the Silver Surfer or Electra. Fuck the Jesus Brian Christ. and I went to see Electra, <laughs> came out of it and said, let's go see another movie because that was crap. We need to cleanse We got on the dart, that. went into town and saw a different movie at a different cinema. What was the different movie? Closer? I yeah. believe it was Closer. Yeah. Much, Much better movie. Not quite the superhero fair I had signed on for that evening, but, you know, much better movie. Also, since... I was very depressed uh, after Electra. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's understandable. <laughs> the little I've seen of it. That film made me want to get tattoos. Of? No, the whole, the whole, the whole, there's a whole guy in a movie whose tattoos come oh. to life. Was one of the Black Eyed Peas in it? I think that was Wolverine, was it? Was that Wolverine? Yeah, well, Will I Am is in Wolverine yeah. for sure. Well, I Am is in Wolverine, and a guy who I don't know his name played Vega in a Street Fighter movie, Legend of Chun Li. Excuse me. Yeah. Mm, I think he was... you heard me. In which Street Fighter movie? The one with Kristen. Kristen. Crook. That's a wild Street yeah. Fighter movie. The Legend of It's the re- Legend of Chun Li. Did you see that movie? I, I eventually saw it many, many, many years later. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Brian, you can't say that because we wouldn't have all the great Street Fighter movies we have now if it wasn't for What about movie. the street dancing movies? How about those? I think Kevin has shifted realities. He's, he's in one where there's a good live action Street Fighter movie. We only acknowledge Street Fighter 2, the animated <laughs> yeah. movie in this dojo. Actually, on the subject of Spider-Man, can I really quickly shout out Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse? Oh, that's a point. That trailer came out this week. Yeah, that looks wicked. I cannot wait for that. Spider-Man 2099 looks legit. And Gwen and Miles look like they're going to have a lot of fun. And it's just, it looks so good. And it said, part one. That is right. It doesn't end there. I am so excited. Oh, after that movie made money, they, they... Must have just greenlit two or three of them, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah it's but it still right? felt great to see it, though. I mean, I knew it was coming, but it just it felt like you know you still get the, the entire reason you know what's coming. Is happening is because of the success of Spider Verse. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody say thank you, Miles. Is thank you, Jake Miles. Johnson oh. coming back? Do we know yet? I love him. He better. That was that weird. New girl. That weird girl guy. New girl. Yes. Yeah, I love him. I thought you were describing <laughs> him and like that weird girl. Guy. I saw a clip from 
couple of years ago when him and Max Greenfield are promoting New Girl. Have you guys seen this? It's so funny. It's they're they're I don't know if have you watched New Girl or no. Nope. Yeah, New Girl's fantastic. First season is a little meh. It's not bad, but it's it, it takes okay. a while for them to find out like what's the strongest it is on Netflix. That's yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, it's great. It's a nice. It's it's a nice sitcom with just it's zany so energy. Funny. The, 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 it's, like, it's fun. It's worth a watch. You mean Zoe energy? <laughs> it really capitalizes on the fact that the the cast have great comic chemistry with each other, and this clip that I saw that Aiden has seen is like testament to that. There, they're trying to promote the, the show's on. It's on nine o'clock, and they're in. It's the type of junkard yeah. thing where they've been sitting in two chairs and they're talking to yeah. every yeah. local TV station and for days. He, he tries to say, like, you know, if you're on this street, go back inside and watch New Girl at Nine. And he gets the name of the street wrong. And the, the anchor... Cor- <laughs> and then he says, yeah, and the anchor, the anchor corrects him. And the other actor just breaks down laughing. And uh, he has to do it again. And he gets it wrong a second time because... He thinks they're on, <laughs> I think he thinks they're on Eastern time, is it? But they're on Central or something, I think. It's not Kansas yeah. anyways. So, yeah, so, so he gets it wrong and the, the anchor corrects him again. <laughs> and once they're done, he just breaks down laughing. And then the, his co-stars, like the two of them are literally just like this laughing. And it, it's like a scene from the show and it's so funny. But he plays Peter B. Parker in Spider-Verse and... Probably yes. plays Peter Parker as well, right? No, that's Chris Pine. Fuck off! That's Chris I Pine. Fucking, wow, they yeah. cast two different names what? for the same. Yeah. Okay. Wow. The the Parker who Wait, dies. I, I, sorry, spoilers. Captain Quirk. The, the Parker who dies in yeah in at the start of Into the Spider Verse is Chris Pine. God damn. So Chris, so Marvel really does have the the Chris. They've got all the Chris's. <laughs> Whoa! I didn't think they already wow. had that. That's they so just cool. do, wow. Wow. Because they've got Owen is, Wilson as well. <laughs> is um is uh, uh Chris Pratt really gonna be Mega the voice Man? of um No, no, that was just a no, joke. Mega Man. He's doing who is he doing? He's doing Mario, but is he doing something else? Mario, yeah. Mario Mario Garfield. Oh, yeah, he's Garfield. Something else in it, but who cares? Like Kind of, they're not. It's, like, it's not as if I'm going to be running to the cinema to see Garf- Garfield or a or or a Mario movie. Even Bill Murray didn't. Even but but Bill Murray doesn't care about Garfield. Didn't he say something about like kind of like he only said yes because they were thought they were they were joking. I think that yeah there's, yeah. There's I, a, that. There, I don't know if there's I don't know if it's yeah, an urban he, myth or if he it's hated it. True, but there's it's there's a the name of the director on that first Garfield movie is like Joel L Cohen, and he thought it was Joel Cohen and just said yeah. But I oh don't yeah, know if that's, that's what true. it was. Yes, that's yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I that's what I had heard. Um, I if it's not true, it's one hell of a story. That's pretty, pretty. Yeah, darn the, funny. the writer is yeah. One of the writers so, is Joel Cohen. It is, but it's Cohen C O H E N. That actually reminds that's me. That's amazing. That uh, there's a trailer for that new Macbeth movie from Joel Cohen, the right one. Um, I don't know if you've seen that Francis McDormand and, and Denzel Washington. It look it looks Denzel great yeah. look. Well, I mean, with those two powerhouses together, I mean, it's bound to be, at least from an acting standpoint, amazing. To be or so, not to be, not to be. We never got the Arnold version. I just. I, <laughs> That's the only version that exists in my mind. 
Come at uh, me Brendan if you want Gleason's to be. Brendan in it as well. Um, Steve Root. I love Steve Root. Can I? 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 Can I say one Spider-Man thing? <laughs> is it it does it fall into spoiler territory Kev it's not what you think at all Kev Kev come back <laughs> he, he doesn't even want to actually say anything Kev he just wanted gone. to see what yeah, I knew the entire plot before I saw this tonight and it still landed the spoiler stuff is bananas people need to chill the Irish the Irish government are in the credits they part funded the film it's in the credits the little harp and the symbol it's like this film was partially funded with money from ireland that's bonkers that's great irishman irishman so i'm sorry like i'm I'm going what does that mean in terms of like whose movie didn't get made so somebody could go to the la a, premiere a little bit. you're good to come back kev you're good to come back whoever the, like they took one they took one for the team <laughs> whoever <laughs> all all that all that was kevin was that the movie was part funded by screen ireland so i don't know if some production studio or effects house did something here um and then they didn't have to pay tax on it because we've got all these great tax cuts because we are a um uh tax haven is that what we call us um well tom holland apparently has relatives here so maybe that was something to do with it Probably not. I'm just reaching very far here. <laughs> can we can we keep the shadow of Spider Man off of us? Um, that Macbeth looks amazing. I've seen a bunch of Macbeths. I saw the Michael Fassbender Macbeth as well. I don't know why I like that play as much as I do. Um, I will. I look forward to seeing this. Uh, and fuck it, Denzel. It's got witchy vibes. That's why. Huh? Witchy vibes. It's got witchy vibes. Huh? That's why. Fair like enough. Witchy vibes. We've, uh, we, we've, witchy vibes we've, uh, we've stumbled upon my thing. It turns out it's uh, three old women around a cauldron. That's what gets my engine rev. Hey, oh, that's yeah. you guys. No, I'm sorry. That was no, that no, I just no. no. Oh no! Oh no! That was solid. It was clearly a joke. No, it was solid. It was, it was a was joke. Sol- no, it was solid. <laughs> it was solid. You're cruel, but it was. I'm not solid. gonna take it back because it was funny, no. but I am sorry. Yeah, the, uh, the only way to earn respect <laughs> in Irish social circles is uh, busting chops. Exactly. Hmm? Yeah. Not true. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Brian saying, knock it off. Yeah, tell that to Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> um And if you get offended, you're just proving my point. <laughs> du- du- Dublin accepts busted chops with no gracious comments. uh good humor and uh delivers same chops towards Cork. Um, insert Chris Hemsworth Ragnarok gif do they which no, one do they do they <laughs> squinty face one um, <laughs> do they do they um, well at least um, I do um, witchy vibes leads us to The Witcher season 2 is out on Friday as well um, I look forward to this um, yeah it's going to be good is it not next week is it Friday yeah? I think it's the 17th yeah Good luck. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Good luck. Nobody's going to be watching that on Friday. What's on Friday? Spider Man. Sorry, Netflix. No. Yeah. <laughs> this this the rest of the month. Nothing else matters to people apart from Cobra Kai, which matters heavily to me. But I think Cobra Kai otherwise. is burnt out. I nope. think once Johnny, I won't hear that. 
You guys are entitled to your opinions. I think, I think, but I think once Johnny I'm, was I'm effectively redeemed and like by the end, by the middle of season one, it kind of starts to sort of spin its wheels a bit. Like the whole point was him being a dick, but he very quickly was like, "I'm going to help these kids." Um, and I'm seeing December twentieth for really. Witcher. I thought it was seventeenth. Yeah, maybe yeah. they uh, pushed it back because of spiders. Man, uh, I I think possibly yeah. I th- yeah. No, because I would have thought it was this week as well. And when I looked it up, I remember a 20-something, but apparently it's the 20th. So I was fairly certain that I was going to not be able to watch it on its release date because I wouldn't be in. Um, but turns out I will be able to. I'm curious to see if it... I'm curious to see what they do with it. The season one, I don't know if you watched it, Cree. It's got a very odd narrative structure, which I liked, but... They've ditched that for a okay. Because, you mean they've witched it? No, oh, it was it was an odd. Okay, I do apologize. It was an odd structure, which worked well by the time it, by the time you sort of saw it all unfold. But like we talked about this already, that like critics were given the first three episodes, and it's very disjointed if you just watch the first three episodes. But when you see it all come together by the end of it, you're like, oh, this is cool. I think that's a general Netflix formula: is like three episodes, and then it's good. Do you know? first three are wonky and then it gets better they're trying to hook you in or something well in that case they need to give the critics more to watch because they're judging shit on the, what they're given you know but i also think there's a lot of netflix stuff that's just I, I think what happened with the witcher is one or two people didn't like it and then everybody was afraid to commit one way or the other and then when they saw which way it was going they said oh, i'll just i'll say the same thing it's very much what it felt like was happening hmm. Yeah, Everyone that I've talked to about The Witcher seems to like it, so it's good fun. No, it was everybody liked it. Review and reviewers and critics initially mm. didn't, and it yeah. kind of got slated, didn't it? But like, kind of audience audience this reaction was like yeah. really positive for the most part because everybody stuck. Yeah, with I it. think people were like, "Yeah, that was super, man." I I had some issues with like um, Jesus Craig. It's you're gonna have to like. <laughs> I appreciate that one because it wasn't as bad a pun because I don't like puns, but. I, I I hate it. I hate it. I also. I mean, it could have been left as not a pun. You know, it could have been on. We're gonna we're gonna have knowledge. to we're gonna have to put you on a quota of like one pun every ten minutes. All right. Uh, oh, I don't think I can do that. We're not gonna yeah. get. You in- underestimate my power. Oh Jesus! We're not we're not gonna be able to forward this conversation. Um, there were some things in it that I thought were a bit um too anachronistic or silly or nudge nudge wink wink and I didn't like that I thought it kind of broke it it was a little too Hercules legendary journeys um, what I wanted like I wanted to embrace it as sort of like full on zealously as like I was watching Game of Thrones or something but like um, you know if you're going if you're going to do something kind of pop culturally just get it cheering in the background for a bit or something you know like keep it classy <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of your sword. You plunge it through all your enemies. That would have been fun, actually. Would it? <laughs> that's actually that's actually fairly close to what goes on in The Witcher. To be fair, um, he 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 has a bard that follows him around singing songs about his daring do. Right. Yeah, but it's not exactly Ed fucking Shearer. Yeah, so that's that's just because just because it was catchy doesn't mean it was anachronistic. All right. Actually, to be fair, speaking of Ed Sheeran, right? I'm not gonna really, I'm not gonna uh, disrespect him no, too do. much because Go on. he, Go for it. I, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm actually, I'm not. I'm trying to say it's a positive thing. I don't know if anybody watched the Toy Show, but he was like ten times the entertainer, and he was far more better with the children than Turbidy. Turbidy, like 
Because it, actually, she. I, I'd watch. That's because he's used to kids. Because he's show. fucking Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> what? Rumpels. So, uh, hold on. He he's he's stealing babies for what has he got to do? Steals babies. Yeah. I can't remember. Making toys or some shit. Ed, I don't know. Ed, Writing songs. They write the songs. Been strong to gold. I would have put it down too. He's a father. I mean, that that doesn't explain Tuberty's complete inability to engage with his. I did watch some of the toy show, and there is a point where there is a child. <laughs> he's sitting there with a kid who's like talking about her dreams and aspirations for traveling the world, and she has a book of like where she wants to go. And the number of times Tuberty kind of like blithely just sort of goes, "You've never been there. You've not been to Paris." Ugh. Like, the, like he, it was I know, he's so off of, I don't in its know. delivery that I went, he is about to give this kid a trip to Paris, otherwise he's a dickhead. Because yeah. it was such a bad delivery yeah. of it. Please tell me he gave He gave, he, he gave them yeah, a trip yeah, yeah. to Paris, okay. but it's like, like, you could see it coming a mile away because otherwise he's a dickhead teasing this kid who has not had the opportunities to travel the fucking world. Like, it's a nice moment, and the kid's happy, and she's going to Euro Disney, and she's getting a tour of this, and she's getting a tour of that, and whatever. But, like, Jesus Christ, it yeah, was kind was of painful to watch. Totally um, if you must watch a lanky, big-eared twit and a jumper do a Christmas kids show, um, the Sack Lunch Bunch is still on Netflix. John John Mulaney. It's great. Yeah, watch that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Has talented kids on it, too. That that kid that was asked to sing Ave Maria. No, you know what? He was alright. The kid behind him was a gobshite. No, he wasn't a gobshite. I mean, like, they just... what It was the cameraman was... was, The camera operator should have tilted a little bit. Like, should have panned a little bit away from that kid so that you could just see the kid. Do you know that way who's singing? Because because kids, like, have over-exaggerated expressions and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was a bit wrong, to be honest. I could kind of think... Especially when their parents tell them beforehand, well, if you react, react. He's going to give you this now. React big, you know. Yeah, I think he was being nice because if you if I you look at it, he he, he's nice, like, oh yeah. Jesus, that's amazing, that's amazing. But he just went overboard. You thought, and then, you thought he was taking the piss. I thought that was a like, fairly sincere reaction from the kid going, oh no, because the kid take... is sincere. Like he he was, you know, gifted. Yeah, the guy the, the guy in back kind of upstage stuff. Like he's he was a really grateful kid. He's a really good kid. So I think he was just genuinely being nice. It's just the camera operator should have panned away so that the Ave Maria kid could have his moment because, um, like the it's not the kid's fault that was taken away from it. You know that way. That's what I think. How we got on to the the late late toy show? Um, jo- Ed Sheeran is a better person than Brian. Yes, we we. Bards, Ed Sheeran, toy okay. show. John Mulaney. Hope he's all right. Or John Mulaney's toy show, sure. Uh, Sack Lunch Bunch, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's great. Is John Mulaney doing all right? No. Probably not. I have not watched the new Harry Potter trailer. Oh, I forgot to. That's okay. It's odd. That doesn't odd. bode well. Oh, yeah, that doesn't bode well if, if big Harry Potter fans are just like, huh? Nah. Um, The second one, second Crimes of Grindelwald didn't do much for me. Yeah. Um, I thought it was um, my favorite two characters were um, the Muggle that follows him around and the 
or her witch friend. That's this is not helpful. But she had a real like nineteen twenties like New York dame Queenie, thing. Queenie. Tina. She was great. Queenie, she she was yeah. smart. She she, she was unassuming. Them. She was on top of everything. And then in the second one, she's mm. a fucking dope. I was like, that didn't make any I sense. Know. Her character got stupid. I know. Uh, uh, like act actually, I I wasn't expecting this, but because I, I was excited going to see Crimes of Grindelwald, but I I that is actually. A, a film set in the wizarding world that I do not like and that takes a lot because <laughs> I love Harry Potter and I enjoyed Fantastic Beasts so for that to be such a disappointment for me and I'm usually pretty lenient with things like yeah not a good sign so I just I haven't even bothered watching the trailer to be honest I watched it and yeah I was just kind of you know big Mads Mikkelsen fan so I was kind of excited to see but they it really seems like they don't know what they're doing with the franchise. On paper, I'm like, I'm all mm. in. It's like, yeah. Fantastic Beasts, and it's set in 1920s New York. It's like, fucking sign me up. That sounds awesome. And then it's like, where are all the Fantastic Beasts? And how do I find them? And why are we doing all this other stuff yeah. instead? Um, I mean, it's yeah. based on a fictional Just, textbook. Yeah. And the more the, lot the, the more JK gets involved at this point, she's not a good script writer. Yeah, the uh, the the less good it'd be. And that's she'd yeah, on- they they're really trying to distance themselves. From she'd her. honestly have done a lot better with this fucking thing if she had taken a decade and written a series of decent books. Like whether and it might have kept her off Twitter. Might have worked better, yeah. Might have kept her off Twitter if she just disappeared off to write a fucking book, um, and then let someone adapt it if it's a hit. Yeah, that would have worked. I'll still perhaps. I'm still listening to Stephen Fry read the audiobooks leading up to Christmas while I'm working away. I'll probably watch Aww. the movies over Christmas. I was just saying to somebody like, even when the movies weren't great, they were still. It was nice to step into that world. You know, there's 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 a nice feeling, especially then, like you said, a kind of an unofficial Christmas ritual. Um, Azkaban, I love Azkaban. It's so good. It's just what whatever does and doesn't work about it. It's just the perfect, perfect instance of what that film should be like. It's like, come on a train, come in this world and let's get up to some hijinks. And it's like, OK, yeah. And it, it's, it's, just, it's magic. It's, and the kids magic. are the kids are really just tipping over into being better at acting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I like Goblet of Fire for just seeing other schools. I like... Um, yeah. I like some of the shit with Dolores <laughs> Jib Jab. Did, did Kevin just give up on... Have you guys seen the comic strip somebody did about people watching the Goblet of the Fire stuff? It, it's it's basically, it's it's like for the one where they, you know, go underwater. It's like everybody's there and they're cheering and they jump underwater. And then like everybody up on the platform has no idea I know, I know. what's going on I while they're I used to wonder water. about that as a kid. I was like, that is a yeah. pretty and boring it, task. Yeah. Like, and then it's the same with the, the dragon one. It's like, oh, you know what happened? It's like, oh, you know, well, they started here and then they went off in that direction and then they went behind the castle and we couldn't really see them for like 10 minutes. And then they came back and it was over. And it's just like, yeah, like it's a fucking word, world full of magic and they don't have a fucking spell with a fucking jumbotron to show people what's happening but like there's no wizarding film industry there's no wizarding film industry yeah 
Like, where are all the wizard-enhanced 4D, 6, 67D... Spider-Man films. <laughs> 50 million galleons. Interesting. There's no, is there a I, wizarding film industry? I don't think there is. They have some songs, like, there's... Like, isn't one? Isn't somebody kind of like? Uh, maybe it's because it's the, the, the. Why do they celebrate Christmas? They clearly can't believe in Christ. What with the whole witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, here's here's a messiah who did miracles. It's like, oh yeah, we, we do that too. We it's probably canon that Jesus is a wizard or something. <laughs> wizard. <laughs> <laughs> you got back off that cross. Wizard did it. <laughs> it wasn't a cross at all. It was a really big wand. Two uh, wands. Two wands. Yeah. You shall not cross me, mortals. Wrong, wrong, wrong franchise. Yeah, I know, but they're wizards, though. That's what I was getting at. I, I know that's the wrong franchise, but come on. Wrong Dumbledore franchise. Is basically, free. like discount Gandalf. In fairness. Let's talk about Silent Night, which was the first of our Christmassy. Christmassy ventures this week. Um, this was a recommendation through the Instagram account. Um, you can send us an email. <laughs> the the uh, <laughs> the endlesscast at gmail.com. You can follow us at the endlesscast on Instagram and you can make suggestions there either through comment or direct message. In this instance, we were uh, sent to look at Silent Night. Well, I I think that was a heartwarming Christmas movie, if ever there was one. Cree's not best pleased. Um, (laughs) No, no, it's fine. I I actually, I'm glad that I saw it. I thought it was a very well-made movie and it's, it's, you know, it leans itself to discussions and that's what good art is supposed to do is make you feel and want to discuss things. It was brutal, though. I mean, I I was holding back tears. It was very sad and disturbing, but also very, very good. Did you watch it, Brian? I I put it on, but I've been awake for 32 hours. And I've had a migraine since this morning, so... Didn't really take it in? It was on. Okay. Yeah. So, written and directed by Camille Griffin, starring Kira Knightley, Matthew Good, uh, Lily Rose Depp, Lucy Punch... Um, it's a great cast. It's Camille's this director's uh, directorial debut. Is it? The kid, uh, Roman Griffin Davis, uh, he's great. He's really like, I actually like this kid's performance. Um, he was in Jojo Rabbit, wasn't he? Is that who he is? I knew he looked fucking yeah. familiar. I was like, who? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kirby Howell Baptiste, David Davida McKenzie. Holly Aird, Trudy, Trudy Styler. When I started this, I did intend us to watch just like straight down the line fun Christmas movies. And I think we've watched a zombie movie and this like very well made, very pretty, very funny in places. Um, yeah. Miserable experience. <laughs> um, Neil, Simon and their son Art are ready to welcome friends and family for what promises to be a perfect Christmas gathering. Perfect except for one thing. Spoilers, I guess, everybody. Uh, everyone is going to die. It's shot beautifully. Everybody's dressed well. It looks like a Marks and Spencer's commercial. Everybody's in velvet and sequins and shit. There's, they just want to reach out and lick everything in this thing. But it's just this, like, you can't get a sense of, like, 
has somebody died did they murder somebody they're all trying to forgive themselves did somebody happen like you're not quite sure what's going on for a bit especially if you don't yeah i think i think we i think just like when you're when you're doing the uh editing of this it'll just maybe stress the fact that like kind of spoilers because uh it's one of those movies i really feel like don't watch the trailer don't read a synopsis go into it kind of because like uh, i think brian's cousin suggested it and uh, yeah they said not to kind of not to read about it not to watch anything just go for it and i did that and uh it's a good suggestion uh and i think it's like no i, I want to talk about it you know like we're, we're going to talk about it we're just going to flag spoilers yeah and it just like in fact why just start of it but yeah but no no 100% talk about it but just but it's just one of those ones that like if people haven't seen it like kind of definitely I think I think it's worth watching anyways for sure I had seen the trailer beforehand so I was kind of prepared I think I would have been absolutely shattered had I not been prepared I I watched <laughs> this late last night and did not know what I was walking into and when I got uh, to the point where it kind of explained what was happening I was like oh and to be fair they they do get to it pretty quickly so it's not yeah you know, it's not the um, um, it's not like a M. I. Shyamalan and I've ruined the end of the movie, but like, oh no, no, no! I'm just saying, it's like, it's not your. See, it's not. It's, it's a Christmas movie, so it's not your typical Christmas. Movie. Gathering for a nice Christmas together, but there's a global chemical warfare catastrophe making its way around the world as a cloud of poison. Everybody's going to die. Everybody has been issued a, a, an exit plan pill by the uh, the UK government, and they're all there to just have a nice party and then go to bed and take their pills, and that's that. They avoid the pain and suffering that comes with it. Um, there's some really funny shit in it. I don't want to go into that too much because the black know, comedy elements are are pretty great. Like mm. it's it can be really really funny in places. There, there's a moment like where Matthew Good has to just get a can of Coke for his kids and it's just always wrong. It's too warm, there's not enough Coke, there's not enough ice and he has to make that journey just a couple of times. I, I just thought that was such a funny frustration gag in the middle of it. Um, I th- I The way I saw it was like th- they wanted to show the sheer like imperfection of the moment. You know, having him like, I want this to be perfect, we're all going to die, we're going to take our pills as a family, it's supposed to be perfect and then the boys are like, dad it's not whatever and then it also shows you know that these people do seem to be a little bit spoiled you know so so it makes sense for the twins to be like dad the coke's warm or whatever like and so he's going down he like it shows the frustration of it and him trying to keep his cool because it's supposed to be this like perfect moment but like why does everybody care so much about something that's so stupid and trivial as coke or you know so it it just added tension that's how i saw it um but it is it could also be funny too yeah yeah i just felt i just felt like they were stalling you know but yeah yeah i i think it was more um just stupid fraternal bullshit amongst the kids so what did you take as the moral or is there a moral of this thing? Like, don't trust the government? Is this an anti-vax movie? Well, it, I I don't think it could be, or maybe in the sense, because it was shot in February 2019, which means it would have been written before then again. So like the pandemic hadn't hit the UK at least, you know, like nobody had went into lockdown and stuff. They they knew it was coming though because yeah. it was all planned, you see. So yeah. It's a scam. It's a scam. Scam down. Scam down. Scam down. So I don't. I don't know because I've never heard of that phrase. 
you know the the way the boy woke up and the boy was right um the don't trust the government thing i'm like maybe it was just like an interesting thought experiment or it was anti-vax i don't I don't know if those actors would have been in it had it been blatantly anti-vax, so I don't know. I think I think you're right. There wasn't a vax to be anti at that point, but like I think I, yeah. I think um, it was more just like a. I came up with a. Fun I think theory. it was more just a uh, kind of like a plot point. But like you could see you, you could see the kids' eyes moving all the time. I, I think, think I have a theory, there? and it's probably a load of crap, but. You know those little tornadoes that, like, the, the little mm-hmm. twisters that came before the big, huge, toxic mm. cloud? I'm like, they could be like vaccines. You know, once you get, once you uh-huh. inhale that, it, it's gone really quickly, so you've only taken a few breaths of that. That kind of immunizes your your body, so your body's used to it, and that's how the kids arrived, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be a load of crap. Oh no, I know. I'm pulling this out of my arms, probably. But like, I, just, uh, <laughs> I just think that I think could it was be an just like a maybe way to think of like how how did he survive? Like, but I like I'm trying to I'm trying to just like I don't know. You you say it was on Brian. Did you take any of it in or? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. It reminded me a lot actually of um, you know, it's 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 quite different. It's quite different in in a lot of ways. But um, remind me of the invitation. Have you seen that? I think you've seen it, Kev. Yeah. Remind me of that. So Karen oh, Kusama, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. So t- tell me about that. Have I don't know what it? that is. Um, again, I won't spoil that one, but it's um, a bunch of very trendy friends. I think it's in LA. I think um, they meet up for a dinner, and I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, but definitely. I think, if I remember correctly, one of the couples, their kid has passed away, and they're kind of still in the process of grieving so this is like the first time the group has gotten together to have a dinner and they've got a couple of um you know issues that are bubbling under the surface and they kind of come up over the course of the dinner but um i can't remember which but i think one of the parents has found a, a sort of a um, kind of a new age medicine type therapy that's helping them cope with their grief and that parts of that start to spill into the into the the evening yeah and it's um it's a sort of a understated Ouch. horror okay in the same way i won't spoil any i won't say any more than that but it, it reminded me of that um that's worth checking out too so i think if you liked this check that out also there's another movie where people like invite someone to a dinner party each week or each month and depending on whether or not they're dickheads they that's the last them. that's the last supper with Ron Perlman the last supper is it and yeah something like that the last supper is with Ron Perlman I think uh, Gene from X-Men is in that maybe Frank whatever his name is try that again nope um, but uh, Ron <laughs> Perlman Ron Perlman's in it that's all I know it's a good movie actually and they they, they plant them in their garden under tomatoes they they have a they have a they have a decanter of wine on the table. One's poison, one's not. And they bring this person over, and they're all they're all this like group of like woke progressive academic type people. And they talk to the, the guests at their dinner party, and they kind of decide whether or not they should or should not uh, kill them, you know. And if they kill them, they plant they plant them in the back in the back garden under tomatoes. But uh, it's worth checking out. I haven't seen that movie in about I'd say maybe like twenty years, but it's good. <laughs> That just yeah. reminds me of the Princess Bride. Because of the Ayakane? Ayakane. 
I've developed an immunity to Iocane. Yes, that is uh, Cameron Diaz, not uh, Flamke Janssen. Okay, Cameron Diaz. Is okay. Yeah. But Ron Perlman is in it. He is. And I can't think of the other main lead. I can't think of his name. Skeet Ulrich, I'm guessing. Ron Eldard. <laughs> Ron, hmm. Ron, Ron Eldard. What's it called? You told me what it was called. Last was it actually called The Last yeah. Supper? Well, I can't remember. I couldn't remember. That was a, that was a shot yeah. back. Good, good shot. Oh, yeah, so, I remember. It. Um, I guess, yeah, no, I was asking you, Brian, as, had you taken any of it in? You told me about the invitation. I was guess I was just going, like, I was looking at going, what the hell are they trying to say? What, what message, is, what if any message is there? Or was this made so pre-pandemic? Like, was it, like, you know, the kid shouts out Greta Thunberg, uh, sort of cites it as an environmental thing? The world ridden itself of us. Did they not say that it was kind of like Russia's fault? Well, they were like... that's what one of the kids thought, and then and then oh. Jojo Rabbit boy, who I forget the character's name, um, it was, was like, Jojo. Character. Yeah, um, <laughs> he kind of got mad at her and was like, "No, it's because nobody okay, listened to oh, Greta sorry. Thunberg," and it sounded like he was probably they were probably alluding that he was right, um, but that I mean, I think that's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Like the Earth is just like okay, fuck it. I've had enough of humans. Pfft, poisonous gas for everyone. I know. If only. Kev, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, we're not, Brian. I don't want to hear this. Who who pissed in your cereal? What's up Everybody, with you? Actually, I try to I try to piss in my own cereal. I, no, I can't even lie. I motherfucker has a PlayStation Five. How can you be unhappy with a PlayStation Five? Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> five I'm delighted with my PlayStation 5 it's what's wrong with you Kev it's everything else uh, that's annoying me. what what tell us tell us tell us something tell us something I mean tell what, us anyway what, what, what we'll games have you installed on your PlayStation 5 I haven't had a chance haven't had a chance I set it up and I haven't played I recommend it. the one game I've been playing for two years it's Call of Duty Warzone <sighs> fuck you fuck you Kev Kev okay Kev yes Kev Warzone yes. has a poison gas cloud yeah, but it's not really gonna kill me. What what game are you gonna recommend, Cree? Yeah, Lego Marvel Superheroes for the win. I I have completed story mode of that. Uh, it is very fun. I am twenty and I proudly play <laughs> Lego Marvel Superheroes on my PS4. Don't try and act like fun. you're too old for video games by citing you're being twenty. No, 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 I'm, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, too old for video I'm games. People might close. perceive that I'm too that I am like I'm Lego. This close. I'm this close to buying myself a Lego set for Christmas. Yeah, so, Lego sets, though. I mean, know. that's different. But Lego games, no, I'm sure people are like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. But no, I'm, it's, it's so fun. It's so fun. Brian, 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 Brian. Are you, are you, in, are you in his gaff tomorrow? Would you put some yes. fucking games on that thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd give him a kick in the bollocks. That's what Brian, you have a PS5 now, don't you? No. I wonder could you play oh, words with friends on it. <laughs> Brian, have a word with your friend, will you? <laughs> the word is apocalypse. Okay. Talk to you. Bye. Bye. Sorry about that. Apparently the house is on fire. I don't think what? it is, though. I don't, I, do, I, I don't think it is, though. There's a, there's a gas cloud coming. I'll, I'll send it your way, 
uh, Kev. Don't tease. I don't want any of that. That sounded okay. like you were just going to give us a really big fart. So, no thanks. That's Kev's job. Kev's job. Yes. I, uh, I, I recounted only recently the tale of the... The... Uh, yeah, I, f- I farted in a pub and forgot myself. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I, I just didn't realize I was in public with other people and I farted and then went... Oh, my God. shouldn't have done that. Um, sure, no, done that. that was sure, like, not that, have done that. Sure. It wasn't. It wasn't audible. It didn't smell. But I was sitting on a banquette with a bunch of other people, and they definitely felt that vibrate through their arses. There's no way they Silent, didn't feel. Silent but deadly. There's a part of it kind of that's like a little bit disgusting because you feel someone else's fart. That's worse. I think know? that's worse. Yeah. Like, I am. Um, I uh, one of the hardest things about coming back to work after after lockdown and all that kind of stuff was just not being able to fart as freely as I used to. And for the first while in work, I had such a kind of sore stomach and I was just because I, I I wasn't able to fart, so I ended up just half the time I went to the bathroom it was just me going there to fart. And I kept on forgetting to put my fly back up because I spent six months. I think, in I think this is why you shit in the woods. <laughs> no, that time I shot, I fr- I I would have farted. No, I think that, I think that, I think this is what caused it. You you were so much upset from. You know, being backed up. Could be. That when you got out to the could woods, be. you. Yeah. It's critical mass. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, true. Did Cree miss the story of when Kev shot in the woods? No, no, I heard. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, greatest callback of all time. Mm. 2021 has <laughs> been a great year. People yeah. have been shitting in the woods forever. Just saying. It was not a silent night. <laughs> Sorry. But it just, okay. thank you for bringing us back to topic. Um, yes, you're welcome. I, that was I, very well thought out. I thought it was a, a beautiful looking film with mm. kind of a, like sometimes it was so ludicrous that it was kind of hard to take it seriously. Like this, the, the just the reality that they were facing or the reality they were expecting us to believe. But um, I think it was very well made. I think it was a very good movie. I just... I'm not clear on what, if any, message there actually was. Now, maybe that's me trying to put too many different angles on it. Maybe they were just making a silly fucking black comedy. Um, I kind of... But I don't know what the point was. I kind of... I think kind of... Sorry. No, no, I, <laughs> um, I kind of think that it was just an interesting, like, experiment nearly. You know, it didn't... Did it necessarily have to have a... a message i don't know but it was like it's like hamsters in a box or something you know like what what do they do how do they interact what how do they spend their last hours what's important to them um how shallow can they be do you know um are they trying to keep it together and that's why they appear shallow or is it actually like that they're they just want to you know put it out of their minds as much as they can that kind of thing um yeah, Do you think that's, I think it's also it? just you know a bit of a. Like it, I think there's an element of as well you know. The formality and pretense in the face of impending doom. Sorry, Brian, you kind you of know? froze there, so we're not getting no. it. Just, just you know, well, formality and pretense. Man's inhumanity to man. Right. <laughs> okay. Formality and pretense in the face of impending doom. You know, mm, mm, yeah. You could say it's it. You could, you could say it's an allegory for you know, like as they mentioned, like a you know some sort of global 
climate crisis, you know, and yet people will still be like, oh yeah, we'll, uh, I guess we'll just get dressed up and have a bit of dinner before we all shuffle off. I think it is super relevant to now the way, the way some people are kind of nonchalant about things and the way we do that ourselves. Like, you know, we hear Greta Thunberg talking and it's like, oh my God, that's so terrible. And then we just go about our normal lives and kind of don't really change anything. Um, Who's not, who the fuck is not changing things? You all should be changing things. No, but no, but like, you know, you might, I'm not trying to like accuse people or myself or anything, but you know, people like, I don't know. People I'm just go it. back I'm to... I'm starting to recycle. Well, good, good for you. You're starting to recycle? Oh, starting. I, I, no, no, I'm starting. joking. I'm joking. Eva would kill me. Brian and I were watching Captain Planet in the early 90s. We've been on this environmental <laughs> so kick for fucking way back. Yeah, and... Just this week know. I had a rant about disposable bags. Seems that we don't do the whole grading thing. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Cree... Thumbs up, thumbs down, sign of night. I would give a thumbs up for it. I didn't enjoy it necessarily, all of it, but I do think it is a very good film. I don't know if I'm going to watch it again because it was, again, it could be a little bit harrowing at times. But yeah, I would give it a thumbs up as a good movie, for sure. Don't watch it if you're looking for like fun, festive Christmas stuff. Like, just don't. Or if you're a faint hearted or anything, just like maybe skip that one. But yes, thumbs up. Okay. Aiden? Thumbs up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what it was. Like, I was really trying to work out what it was going into it. There was a moment where I was like, "Is this a, like a modern Gosford Park type of type of thing, like murder in a household?" Um, though that was mm-hmm. kind of Knives Out. Um, yeah. But um, then it turned into what it was. I guess that that's the upside sometimes of just not knowing what the hell you're walking into. I enjoyed it. Thumbs up. Okay, Brian. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, I really liked it, and I would recommend it. I really liked it. I think it's very good, and uh, I'd I'd almost recommend it like a kind of like a, um, you know, as Brian's cousin did, um, not to uh, not to give away too much. Less is more. I definitely recommend it. Um, I know people who will kind of kind of find it interesting enough because it's just it, it it's kind of it leads you a certain way, and then just like takes you away but uh, i enjoyed it anyways for sure yeah i i would say to people it's worth a watch at least once yeah we have we've spoiled the yeah. shit out of it yeah but it's, it's but it's still worth watching right? it won't ruin anything they're not going to remember any characters names or any of that they'll sit down and watch it and they'll have heard what we said's happening and they won't know when or how or what or it won't make a difference ozzy mendez ozzy mendez isn't it though twas twas ozzy mendez um, Matthew Good. He's great. Why isn't he in more things? You mean he's good? <sighs> You're walking into them, lads. Come on. I mean... oh, Jesus, I just speak it. <laughs> I can't keep up with the quick, the quick uh, I also watched, quick. and I think created, and Brian has seen already. We also watched uh, Tokyo Godfathers, which is a 2003 movie directed by Satoshi Khan, who made uh, Paprika? Yep. Paprika and Perfect Blue amongst a couple of And that actress one. Oh, I... Or whatever. Um, Perfect Blue? Or Millennium Actress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Millennium Actress. 
And there's a he's got a one minute short on YouTube that you can find called Ohio, um, which is just a really nice little animated thing. Um, he sadly passed away in his mid forties due to pancreatic oh. cancer. Very um, so but is definitely sort of lauded as one of the sort of best anime directors of the generation. He's still giving Darren Aronofsky all his best ideas. Uh, it's true. Aronofsky admitted it. He's shot for shot taking stuff from his films. And Nolan took stuff for Inception, um, Inception yeah. from Paprika. Oh, that's Paprika. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, uh, guys. <laughs> so this yeah, is that the whole, story. Yeah, that whole hallway scene in Inception with um, what's his yeah. name? Yeah, Gordon Joseph Levitt. Gordon Levitt. That was all. Yeah. This is a story of three homeless people that stumble upon a baby in a dumpster and spend the rest of the movie trying to find the mother. And as they do, we learn about their lives that have led them to being homeless and and looking after these kids, or looking after this kid. It's a what? It's a beautifully made wander it's around a japanese city yeah is it tokyo probably because of tokyo's godfathers in the title <laughs> i mean i would think so i mean if you called it dublin godfathers and said it in cork you're doing something wrong i uh showing my own stupidity no but being smart Just enough to edit it out and <laughs> <laughs> um, guys i am so smart on this thing you have no idea um i'd leave it in yeah. myself but Cree, what did you think of Tokyo Godfathers? I know Kev didn't get a chance to watch that this week. Had you, you hadn't seen it before, had you, Kev? No, no, okay. no. And it's one I want to watch though because it looks great. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. Cree, do you want to give us your? I think my lowdown is that it is beautiful. It is humorous. It is incredibly well thought out, directed. Um, it's the first. I think it might be the first since like I watched Hell's Moving Castle because. It was announced as like, and now we're going to return to a world of Richcraft and wizardry. I was like, oh, cool, it's Harry Potter. And then I watched Hell's Moving Castle and I got really confused. Um, It's probably the first full anime movie that I've seen since then, which was many, many years. And I was, it's it's definitely a fab Christmas movie. And I wish <laughs> that I had seen that after I watched Silent Night because that would have been a really, really nice, like taking Probably me down. Done it the other yeah. way around. Exactly, yeah. Because I nice saw tonic. Tokyo Godfathers, I was like, "That was brilliant! It warmed my heart. It was funny. I love the characters. I will definitely watch that again." Okay, let's move on to Silent Night, and then I just my dreams were crushed. Um, so Side yeah, it was. Go watch Tokyo Godfathers. Why I really liked that I got to. Uh, it, the version that I watched wasn't dubbed and I thought that added to the authenticity of it um, and I'm glad that I got because you know like the, the original voice actors will have the most probably correct interpretation of the script and things obviously so that was great I loved the character dynamics like you, you really genuinely fall in love with these three people um, the and the the way that the baby is just a a really clever plot point to make them all re-examine their pasts and what's gone wrong, um, what their regrets are, you know, like leaving your family behind or, you know, confronting the past that you were abandoned as a child or that you stabbed your father and then ran away. That's they, pretty they sad. They all, like, 
even I don't know, I, I look at animation stuff very technically sometimes sometimes I completely ignore it and watch Invincible and love it um, but <laughs> I they, they all move so differently you know when they break into runs off and like the, the Hannah just gets this like and runs off like this kind like of this, dainty yeah this, yeah really dainty and um, the kid <laughs> runs differently like, though like uh, at one Detail. point the geezer Jin um I was la- I was looking at him cycling around at one point, going, "Jesus Christ!" He like that's beautiful. Like even just like the little skid he does on the snow, like trying to cycle and feeling the the bike come out from under him, and I'm just going, like in my head, I went, "Why would you ever write that into a script, knowing you have to animate it?" And I'm like, "That's part of the fucking achievement of this." It's like, it's hard it enough to so say he runs down the street, but mm. that cycle chase scene was amazing. There are just so many beautiful moments in this film, and I just can't fathom the amount of work that went into. Yeah, it. every just frame the shot is choices and is just absolutely filled with detail. Like even just the cityscape when nobody yeah. is in shot is just so lovely and Christmassy. And Something snowy. I love about anime is they they hold on like backgrounds and establishing yes. shots for a really, really nice long time just to kind of establish mood. And it's it's one of my favorite things about, I mean, I know I know films do it as well, but um, it's, it's definitely, you see it a lot more, I think, in Japanese feature films, just long holes on really nice spaces. Yeah. Mm. It was, and the script, even, even who they met and stuff was so well thought out, like Jin meeting that homeless man who was like dressed practically identically to him. Um, mm. This is him in a few years, like, you know, well, not a few, like more than a few. <laughs> <laughs> when they When they walk out of the graveyard and look at the car parked oddly on the hill, and walk to the back of it. There's a guy just wedged onto the back of it, going pink, <laughs> trying not to get run over. Such yeah. a funny moment. The humor um, in it, like I laughed out loud. It, <clears throat> it's it's just so well rounded. It's got humor. It's got heart. It's got drama. It's got everything, and it's just. I can't, a I can't great wait for the American film. live action remake. Okay. <laughs> um, Brian, what what are, what are your thoughts on this? I know you've seen it before. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just like by Madhouse, I think we're the primary production company behind it, and they just they're top class. Um, so it's just everything's by Madhouse. You just know it's going to be gorgeously animated. And Khan was just a a great great writer and director, really unique kind of style and 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 vision. And it's just a really it's a really kind of warm-hearted little kind of, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Sort of a parable yeah. almost, you know. It's just, it's really nice. The, um, the There's a shot in it that stood out to me again from like, like how do you, how does it occur to you to do that? You know, just the, 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 the curved mirror on the corner of the crossroads. So you don't see the, you don't see them. You're looking at them in this mirror make their decision before they walk off such a beautiful decision and also so much harder to animate but it's it's that it's that that makes it elevated from a lot of other films i think like i'm not just talking anime but but you know you can tell when there has been more detail 
put into the animation it just makes it so much better there's a moment where he they have to begrudgingly and in a sad state pay money to an event as they put the bills down the way they've crinkled the face on the bill has this sad frown on it but the resultant scene encounter with the person they're paying turns out to be something really happy again I'm trying to be vague I don't know why I'm being this vague about Tokyo Godfathers when we spoiled the shit out of Silent Night but because Kev's here and he oh, has that's true yeah, oh yeah that's, that's true that's, that's thank it. you for reminding us oh what now I reminded you that Kev's here <laughs> Fuck's sake. how's the drawing going <laughs> uh, I'm not drawing I'm working how's the working going not very okay. good sorry is your working drawing <laughs> no okay but the the as that scene plays out and the result is a really happy scene, you get it just a different angle on the bills and the face on the bill looks like a smile, and it's such a such a weird little way to express the change tone in the scene. But it's beautiful; it works so, so amazingly. Yeah. Um, oh, and it, that. Sorry. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You finish your talk. Yeah, done. No, please, please. It's just a nice Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, I thought that that detail of it was it was really really funny that when when we thought that the old guy had died and the the fans out the front stopped and then he like he was actually alive and that surprised and then you cut to the fans outside again they're worrying around like faster than ever because he's alive still that was hilarious. That was um, yeah. I remember looking at somebody talking about how people use movement in films to convey things, and in that instance, it's like showing you the death of the bum through the the stopping of those fans. But then he's just like, "I'm not quite dead, not yet." <laughs> it's a lovely moment. Um, will I run off and watch Paprika? I think I'll have to set myself it as an assignment to do for the podcast because it's the only way I'm watching a broader selection of films. Um, probably should though. Fucking Tokyo Godfathers was on the list forever and is great. Uh, our final topic for this evening should we? I mean, everybody's thumbs up on Tokyo Godfathers, right? Oh, absolutely! If I had ten thumbs, I'd put them all up. It would only count as much as one. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, then I'll put my pinkies up as well, uh, my forefinger, but not my curse finger because it is very good. <laughs> the last subject of the evening then is Hawkeye. I saw it coming. I think we all saw it coming. Yeah, I'm not pre- I'm not like I don't know why. It's pretty eager out of you. <laughs> when you say you saw it coming, it's it's because he was as a Hawkeye. It was a Hawkeye pun because he said he <laughs> it wasn't. It was, was it a pun? It was turn of phrase, play on words, um, substitutional humor. I liked Florence Pugh a lot. Yes, every time she she just killed yeah, it. Every I was time. I was trying to figure this out today, and I think my problem is. As I was saying, like an average MCU movie, you know, we should be so fucking lucky. You know, it's two hours and if it's not great, it's usually not awful. And it's like, that was fine. I, th- I think the only truly average MCU movie that like didn't budge the needle at all and wasn't terrible was probably something like Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, like not awful, but it was fine. I didn't walk out of it going, ugh, what a waste of money. But it was two hours. And the Hawkeye is not bad by a long shot. But there's one episode left. And it's taken so long to do 
very little. I think the first three episodes could have been squashed into two, maybe one. I think a lot of the revelations should have come a lot sooner because I'd, I'd completely forgotten they were investigating like who killed the yeah. guy's uncle. I completely forgot that. Like, is, is it the watch or the suit or the uncle? Like, there's, there's three things we don't know who they're up against. Mm. Like, we know it's going to be her mom. Like, we eventually found out. We should have found out her mom is in by episode two or three. We should have been getting these reveals per episode. And instead, I think they want it all to pay off in one episode at the end. And it's just going to be kind of like, so yeah. what? Because there's no momentum. And I think that's what's... And it's not bad, but it's just... Like I said, an average MCU movie is two hours of my time. And the special effects are nice. And I don't hate it. But this is six weeks of investment. And it's it's not awful, but it's... they got to change it off. for you as much as you'd like yeah. to. The, the, only yeah. end, the only end of this is... Kate Bishop and Hawkeye get to wear costumes. We know that Kingpin's here. Yeah. Maybe by the end of this, Yelena doesn't think Hawkeye's a bad guy. That's she already yeah. doesn't think. Like yeah. basically, you know. Yeah. Um, we already know that. So by the time we see it, it's just going to be like, yeah, we know. Like you should cement that now, rather than later, because it's it's just not going to land. Like I didn't realize today when I was watching it that this is the penultimate episode. Um, so and like I said last week, the back third of next week's episode is just going to be wrapping up everybody going home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I struggle to see how they could do it without making it like kind of rushed, like super slow lead up, and then okay, that's the end. Bye. Do you know that yeah. kind of way? I I like that's the only well, way. Well, that we're do, really... we're done with we're done with the tracksuits. Maya has been. The seed of doubt as to the culpability of Ronan has been laid in Maya's mind. So that sets up the Echo show, which I look, maybe there's a great story there, but off the back of this, I don't need that show. Um, And this is kind of what I'm worried about is like the shows were supposed to be kind of like, you know, characters who didn't get enough attention Mm. in the films. So like Wanda is a character that people are really into and didn't get enough story time in the films, so let's give her a show, mm-hmm. and it was great. But now we're getting... It, it feels like it's going to be a bit diluted. Like that we're one getting extra, that shows one from characters. like Yeah, and like I think she's great. Like I, I think the actress is great, and I think she's done a good job, but why... Why? I kind of like, agree there. I, I've, 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 I've seen the... I've seen the New York street-level shows. I've seen five of them already they gotta change it up they gotta do something i don't know again they're not bad but they're just they're falling into the same like category it's nothing new yep yeah and it's gonna it's gonna it's it's almost like they learned nothing from agents of shield or the netflix shows you know i feel as well um like I'm the same. I really like Echo. I enjoy her character, but I don't think there's there's been she's enough yeah. groundwork for her to like to warrant giving her a whole show where she's the main character. It's kind of like Agatha Harkness getting her own show as well. Like she was great in One Division. Everybody loved her. She played her part. I think she played her part out in One Division, and maybe they can like return to her if they want to but i i'm the same with her as well i don't know if it warrants a whole show that this the success of the mcu has always been stuff tying into the bigger thing and 
I think people will start to maybe not straight away, but people will start to kind of tune out if it's not it's not enough to just be expanding be the universe. It needs to be tying into yeah the next what's the next big arc. Yeah, I think because that's what made people, that that's what made stuff essential. You know, sorry, Kev. As I say, I think like a lot of people, even like now, don't get me wrong, because I'm actually really enjoying the Hawkeye show, and I might put it, I wouldn't put it last in the list, but um, I think uh, I think like most people today, it was just it was the payoff of seeing like um, Black Widow disappear and come back, Yelena, you know, like that was like oh, it's like tying into the MCU more, that's cool, but like these shows, pretty much like I think having a TV show that ties into a TV show, like say Echo tying into Hawkeye, like like that's too thin. Mm. That's too it's diluted, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At least the others have movies that they're going to tie into. Yeah, like I kind of like I like kind of you know, Yolena being in the Black Widow movie and then being in this. Like, I don't have an issue with that. Like, kind of, I like to see more of her. That's cool. But it's just when it's yeah, if she was it's, great. If it stays connected properly, it'd be better. Yeah. You know, I think like there was great stuff. I I liked seeing her blip and come back instantly. Like those, that's mm. cool stuff. Yeah, and the wall yeah, changing yeah. like that was so mental. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's like that's it like I kind of that's what I realized today is that like I I don't hate this but I'm just disappointed that it's not it's it's six weeks to kind of get to where we're at and it's it's just a yeah that that pace is kind you know, of uh, uh, yeah and like a you know a missed opportunity in the films like I said it's two hours of my time whatever but this is heavily based on a great comic that. So yeah, does does just, um, I don't even know his name. Does Sword Guy um, feature into that feature Jack. into that uh, comic that David Aha run? I don't think so. Think so. In in his background in the comics is that he trained Hawkeye. Right. Okay. So yeah, is but he, I don't. Is he basically I pointless? I don't here? think he's in. And I think he has a point I think he was because a, of he the was sword. Meant to be. It seems like yeah. I'm sorry. Like, Un- unless he, unless he's the one who killed Echo's father or something. We know there's an informant. Yeah. Well, that's Kaz. Um, and we know Clint said, yeah, that's Kazi, Yeah. So we know, we know either, you know, somebody put the word out to get Clint to do it, or. They put the word out so that they could then pass it off, and it's either the informant guy or maybe it's the swordsman guy because he wanted he really wanted to buy that sword as well. And like, is it just a red herring that he's into swords, or did he use that? And was was the was the heist an opportunity for him to steal the sword? And seeing as he's laundering money for well, the thing is, probably not even him. It's probably it's yeah. Eleanor, and she's just using his name. So. I don't know, but this is this is this is exactly what I'm saying. It's like it's is it the murder, the suit, or the watch? Like which is it? And we're five episodes in, and who's who's is the like, watch? Commit to something, and we we don't like we don't even know what the point of it is. We, we just know the watch is something. And like I said, it, we've seen the oh, watch. Oh yeah, we have. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolex. But yeah, it's, yeah, but it's so yeah. kind of yeah, kind of forgettable that I forgot we even saw the. I watch. think it ties. Like, oh, yeah. That's a thing. I think it ties to his wife because I can't remember exactly what she said, but she says like we were really some, careful or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we were careful, and that I I think there's going to be a kind of a Home Alone diehard moment in the house with Linda Cardellini next week. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. So, based on um, this, who we saw Yelena uh, 
rescuing in the opening sequence. Is is Cardellini a Black Widow? Is it that straightforward? No, I, I, I think mean, that could be really cool, but I think it's I think it's um in the comics he's married or was married to Mockingbird. And I think maybe she was Mockingbird, possibly. That'd be or maybe cool. Mockingbird is some title. title I, I would give Linda Cardellini her own show in the MCU in a heartbeat. <laughs> it seems like they're giving everybody a show in the MCU. No, but I think she actually would she would be amazing, obviously, because it's Linda Cardellini. But yeah, it would be very cool to see her actually have some a- action scenes and stuff. Just for the crack. I always felt that she was like uh, kind of underused, so mm. maybe. Well, I mean, up until this point you know, until they tell us she's a superhero character or, or she's a story with an arc or a background or whatever, until they do that, she's not been underused. She's been... Used. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically... She's like there. No, but I mean, like... Yeah. But I mean, underused isn't like, I really like her and I like Steve more yeah. of her. Oh, definitely. I, I kind of feel like you don't cast Linda Cardellini unless you want the character to be a little bit bigger than the character is getting now. Do you know that way? Because mm. she's just such a yeah. great actress, like... I don't know. Marvel has a habit of just casting good people for the sake of having That's a good true. person on board, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Whether or not they come back, good. you've laid the groundwork and the contract probably has you in place to do three. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's more like yeah. nine. <laughs> 2000. Yeah. I mean, you know, when the going's good, just get your fucking money. So, do you think... I was talking to someone this week about the 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 X Men of it all. Did Feige mention he wanted that to be a TV show? No. Uh, X Men. Yeah. No, I don't okay. think so. I thought I saw that somewhere. Um, they I don't can't so. go near X Men until they get fucking Fantastic Four. Anyway, right? That's off the table for a while. Because Fantastic Four seems to be the thing they were building to in the next phase. Hmm. All we've got is a four logo. Do you do you want the X Men anytime soon? Or does does it like I was starting to think that like X Men is a proven franchise in and of itself, so maybe they're just going let's back pocket that shit until we run out of momentum on these ter- third tier things and then we can like start over. I I think they're going. I think they're going to use the reboot of the cartoon to see what characters are popular. Yeah, and then Wolverine. say, okay, are we just going to go Wolverine all over again, or are we going to try, you know, can Cyclops be a, a stand-in for for Cap, mm. you know? Because they're missing a Cap shape right now. <sighs> yeah, I suppose, but we do have Captain America. Today. You don't, you don't think uh, Falcon is that Captain America? No, I mean an Evans shape. That dirty mean, toy. They could just cast another Chris <laughs> and then at least it'd be Chris shaped. Do we have any young up and coming Chris's? Kristen Stewart. I said young. What do we think of Glenn Howerton uh, for Reed Richards? Who's who has he been cast? Who's a suggestion? No, it's just a rumor. I... Who's he? Uh from uh from Philadelphia. Dennis from It's Always Sunny. As Reed Richards. The really popular one that I've seen going around. I think that'd be great. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. 
as Rick. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of fell in yeah. love with that idea. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think anyone will or, accept or, anything else now. <laughs> I, Glenn Howerton and Kirsten Bell, though. Come on, mm. Sue Storm. I do Richards. like her. Kirsten Bell. I it, do. It love would, Kirsten it would be Bell. a. Um, It'd be a good place for know. it. Yeah. It would, it would be a Taika or a fucking. Um, it's John Watts directing. John Watts. Yeah. Why do I know John Watts? Spider-Man. No way home. I don't pay attention. <laughs> Far from home. Homecoming. <laughs> Why? These what? were directed we're by. These, these were directed by a person. I, I kind of <laughs> always assumed that it was a, a computer doing that. It was actually two kids in a trench coat. Yeah. How do you spell John Watts? I've got a sneaker player. J-O-N. J-O-N. Um, what was I going to say? Well, after watching Silent Night, your man, good, would be a good Mr. Fantastic. But I can see how Dennis could be Mr. Fantastic. I don't think they can go British again for Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, well, he met that Ian Yohan good for him. He was Welsh, wasn't he? Yeah. That's British. Horatio Hornblower. Um, I don't was British, but I'm just specifying. The Welsh, the Welsh yeah. would appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. But um, I think he's Welsh, anyways. Wow. So he, yeah, yeah. he's yeah, yeah, I guess. They're rolling him from three Spider-Man movies onto Fantastic Four. That's crazy. Yep. Well, the that is pretty cool because in Far From Home, there's a Fantastic Four Easter egg or a perceived Easter egg, where I think he swung by. Uh, what used to be Stark Tower, and it was we have a surprise in oh, yeah. th- in one, two, three, or whatever, and then that makes us think, okay, obviously four, but it was like on the billboard, you know, so mm. so mm-hmm. yeah. Does uh, so so you're saying your man from Always Sunny could be is, is being rumored to be? Mr. That's the rumor, yeah, uh, yeah. And is, is, Seth Rogen is the thing. <laughs> There's a lot of faces right now. I think, I think Terry Crews could do it. No, I'm not. I'm not. That's, that's the rumor. I mean, they made that fucking thing. troll thing. I mean, I can see them pulling a bunch of. Uh, Corey Stahl is rumored to be coming back to play Modok, though. Yeah. In live action. Who? Yeah. Corey Stahl from the first Batman film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Daniel Cross or whatever yeah. his name was in that. Yeah. Which is cool. Would he be Cross cool, just yeah. like mutated from the middle dimension type of thing or. I'd, I'd say so because he disappears into yeah. the into the quantum realm or whatever, so it makes sense if he comes back all weirdy because Jesus, uh, the wasp comes back with she powers. Got, got off lucky, but the the wasp comes back with powers, and you know, can you imagine like Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer and like a Modok? <laughs> like imagine if everybody who went into the quantum realm came out looking like Modok. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be awful. Well, or it could be, you know. or may- maybe Kang experiments on him or something. And makes Kangry. Ugh. 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 <laughs> <laughs>